Look at that album cover. I know. Love it, dude. I miss it's like I miss the white T era. I know. The big tall T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tall T era. For mm-hmm. for dem franchise boys. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I yeah. remember I bought one when I was in high school. So it's like a little embarrassing, but what were you gonna do growing up in the ATL, like around this time? Yeah, so like, you just had to. That's what was in fashion, yeah. tall T's, you know? And it, it still looks cool. It yeah. looks it got a little ridiculous. It did get a ri- yeah, <laughs> clothes have been getting tighter over yeah. the years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that bass oh, wow. or whatever. I feel like I'm about to play Need for Speed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not a bowling Isn't this kind of like, yeah. yeah. Ooh, a lot of panic. Cruising USA. Yeah. You ever play that one? Yeah. Already, yeah, already, already a more intense vocal arrangement than, uh, than Backstreet Boys. The little guitar. Is that your boy right there? Maybe. It might be Mike Hartnett. I have it. The, the, the research that I've sent to Craig Love, which is obviously a made-up name. Right. <laughs> the song is kind of manic. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I know. Like those weird sign blitz noises. Yeah. Like the vocals are like a barrage. It does sound like a lot of these songs do sound like you're just like hanging out at a house party. Right. And people are kind of performing. And there's the shit going on. Well, I actually have a story about that. Nice. We can talk about it during this. <laughs> I always liked that there was like vague whistle, sports yeah. whistle sounds all yeah. over these tracks. And a great flute melody. Yeah, you gotta have the flute melody. <laughs> it's all you can hear in the strip club is the bass and the flute. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna ask why like flutes are so popular in rap music, and I, that maybe that makes sense. It's just what you can hear. It's the only thing you can hear over the bass. Yeah. You a are you a salt guy? On your food? On a margarita. Yeah, oh yeah, but you don't put it on your food? I usually don't add salt myself. Yeah, yeah. There's already too much out there. Shake it like a tandoori. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Man, Lil John's so great. I know, he's great. So good. (laughs) He he somehow was able to take everything that was cool about this era and just be so concise. Like, this should have been the top of the song. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I was a big Ying Yang Twins fan, though. I thought they were fucking hilarious. Right. Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean. Who is that? I think he's like a singer, oh, but yeah. I still don't understand the. I think Billy Ocean is the one. I could be wrong. He's the one who does the song "Get Out of My Dreams" and "Into My Car." You know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, students of Listen to This Middle. These are the morning announcements. Miss Frizzle's fourth graders are taking a trip inside the human body today. I don't know where the fuck she gets the funding for that, but damn, that lady is out here trying to earn the Teacher of the Year award. Also, there's a ban on rubber cement. Stop using it as nail polish. Stop using it to get high. Did you guys ever do that with, the, with a rubber cement? You, sm- you like smell it in class because you're so goddamn bored. Yeah, like that sounds familiar. <laughs> like obviously like the markers and the yeah. glue oh, yeah. are like, they come, they're easy to do. But the rubber cement, it sounds familiar. Well, I think by the time that this Yang Yang Twins song had come out, I had moved on to other things. But today's track yeah. is Salt Shaker by the Yin Yang Twins nope. featuring Lil Jon and yep. the East Side Boys. Yep. 
It was released on October 27, 2003, as the only single off the group's third studio album entitled Me and My Brother. This was a fucking great album. Yeah, it is crazy. I really like this one. The follow-up was really good. I think it was it called United State of Atlanta. I think so. Yeah, that had like that song Bad with Mike Jones. Mm-hmm. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. It, it became the uh, the biggest hit of the group's career. And yeah. it debuted in the top 10 of the pop charts and stayed there for two weeks, which is kind of an insane amount of time for a song like this to like be in, in a the pop charts yeah i wonder if it was because of the video because i remember it's like i was i don't remember this yeah so uh in october of two of oh three i was 13 Mm -hmm. and i remember the video just being very rap video and for like a 13 year old it was sensory overload oh yeah of course and so i'm just like yeah i'll watch this video this is amazing the tip drill video yeah you're just like you're just like man like can they put this on tv there's just because you know the sake of like a salt shake is all about like shaking your body yeah yeah yeah. right so you're just like oh man like this is a lot for like a 12 year old to (laughs) digest like Saturday morning on VH1. You know, or, like earlier we were talking about uh, all the little things that happen to you that that lead you to like this moment. Yeah. And it's like maybe watching that suggestive video at for some reason, I got to get close to the mic. I'm leaning back too far. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> too much fun. Yeah. The songs just make me want to lean. But yeah, it's like maybe like watching that video, it's like now you're like recording rappers. It's I like know. You like worked closely with one of the guys who like was as responsible for the Ying Yang Twins like yeah, career as anyone else. I'm just like, that's funny. Probably from that video. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, dude, you're right. It's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm too loud. Yeah, it's too crazy. Um, so uh, the song was produced by Lil Jon. Why is he such a good producer? So he was, he was obviously, and I think we talked about him before, that he was an A&R yeah. before he became a producer. Um, then, you know, became a producer, you know, became an artist, became a DJ, has like worn all the hats. He was a record executive, worked at So So Deaf, like dude was really smart. And you had made a comment about how like it kind of sounds like there's, it's like a party thing. Yeah. And one of the stories that Billy always told me about Little John is, you know, Little John would go to um, these like parties or events, block parties, clubs. And he said that Little John would pay attention to like all the things that were being said around him. Like all like just like the lingo of the day, and then go and try and write songs based on what he heard the night before, and it's just like such a genius idea. Yeah, yeah it's so cool because it's like real market research. It's, yeah, yeah, it was real market research, like how you did it before the internet and cell phones. Yeah. Like because in '03, like that technology doesn't really exist as it existed, but not like it wasn't. I mean, usable. Nobody, nobody was like there was no social media. Yeah, no I social media think. like this. So yeah. it's like it just like blows my mind that like he. Went he like had this mindset of being like, well, I can, and he was known as like making crunk party music. So why not go to where people are partying, listen to what they're saying, doing, and what they respond to, and then go make a song about it. It just like makes sense. Yeah, I feel like he's such a good producer too, because like in in my opinion, like the great producers are like very good at taking like the energy of the artist and like making it focused yeah and i feel like a track like and whoever did the mix of this track did a really good job i couldn't find it but it's like a track like this could just sound like a huge fucking mess yeah with all the shit going on yeah it just sounds like a pop song somehow yeah but then when you start to peel it back you're like oh these vocals are all over the place yeah there's like a weird yeah. noise every now and then yeah. like the drums knock really the drums are really good they're in that flute melody yeah so that is funny like do you think more than other types of music, rap music is deter- the way that it's recorded and what's about, and is, is determined by the way that people listen to it? A hundred percent. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I'm not totally phrasing that because really well. it's it's the same way that like 
that like when you're in a band and you're like kind of going over a song and you're trying to think of an arrangement, you you you're almost not thinking about how someone would react to it. You're Abs- trying to do it for like the sake of the song. Yeah, you're not you're not like all oh, the people will go nuts. No, go like, nuts for like this pentatonic. Exactly. Like, oh, this this sharp thirteen chords exactly gonna fuck people up. Exactly. But like one of the most common things that I'll I'll get like when working with like a hip hop or an R and B artist or or even pop music is like they're like, well, when I go play this. Well, what will happen? Because yeah. it's expected that there's going to be some reaction, and the music is made to have a reaction. That's cool. I never really put that all together, and it's like that's really because, like, when you're talking about the flute, and it's like, oh, it's because the only thing you can hear, so people love it. I'm yeah. like, that makes perfect. I sense. I mean, when you're in a loud hip hop club, it's tons of bass, and it's yeah. so fun because it just like you react to like this energy, but like, and you kind of hear the vocals, and then you kind of you can really just kind of make out the flutes. Like, well, why? Why are you gonna have an acoustic guitar blaring in a fucking club? You know, like, like how lame is that? You that know? sounds so it just, funny. It just doesn't make sense. But having the cool little flute yeah, yeah. go makes sense. I'm picturing like a really sad uh, strip club in like Hendersonville. To good city. Where, where they're like playing stained. It's been a while. Like, <laughs> I'm only outside. Oh, my I'm God. Like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Great song. Great song. Luke, like, what, how do you, do you think, like, they, uh, in 2003, do you think they recorded these vocals, like, one at a time? Like, or do you think they were, like, like, do you think one, one twin? I don't, are they twins? Um, I, I actually don't know. I, they're not. They're not twins. But yeah, yeah. They, there's a chance that they could be like actual brothers. I think they're, bro- I think they're yeah, brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not twins. No. no okay. No, no, no. But like, do you think they're like going in there and doing ad libs on the same mic, or are they just doing it? Because like, I know O three is like a weird time where things haven't quite. They didn't quite get to where that we are now. Yeah. Also, because it's like almost twenty years ago. Holy shit. I know. Yeah, nineteen years ago. <laughs> I feel like um, this probably was done in like a really early version of Pro Tools. Yeah. Like right around 03 is kind of when Pro Tools started to kind of really seep into the market. Maybe they're on Pro Tools 5, maybe Pro Tools 6. Um, Because I remember Pro Tools 7 I had in high school and this would have been like around 08. Yeah. And that's, and Pro Tools 7 was like really good. It was like when it really became something that you could use. Um, but O three was when they were really starting to get into the market, and people were, you know, kind of losing the tape machines, losing the DATs, losing the ADATs. So I feel like everything is done by themselves. Yeah. You have hundreds of tracks you can use, or they could have all done it together. And I'm completely wrong, and it yeah, was just yeah. like a madhouse party. It could you know? be exactly like it's funny. Like I've I've, I've been in so many hip hop sessions where like the song has been about like how the dude is like isolated from the people in his life and he yeah. wants to kill himself and right. take drugs. But then that session's like a party. I know. And then sometimes you go to a, a session and it's like very clinical and the song is just about like partying too. I know, it's, it's really like you, weird. You can never really tell. You can't. No. I, what do you think is like the, the way you work the best? I'm down, I'm, I'm down to work anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. As long as we just, as long as it just like, you don't fall into like the same like monotony of just doing the same thing because then nothing changes. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's like, a good way of looking at it. Yeah. So personal... Uh, for this song, this is where I learned what the word skeet meant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2003. I had to throw that in there. I mean, little John taught everyone he because does. it's in all his freaking songs. Is, it is. And he, it must was, have, he must have been like, yo, this shit's going to, is so funny. Like, it's, it's, nice, it's, it's, it's great. It's nice to see that word back in the news. I know. All the time, thanks to Kanye. I'm yeah, like, it's the best oh thing. It's the best thing Kanye's done since uh, Life of Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> it just brings skeet back. 
<laughs> YouTube comment award goes to Genua Genuine. Love, who writes, Skeet so much they call her Billy Ocean has to be one of my favorite lyrics, and I want to cross-stitch it. Dude, that's so crazy, because that's the lyric <laughs> that, that we picked out when we were lyric. listening. It's the lyric, because it's like, what, what either, the fuck? Yeah. Either that or 18 Wheela is fun to say. <laughs> or Bruce Bruce. Remember that comedian? Yeah, I, that's yeah, That's what yeah, they got to yeah. be talking about, right? Bruce Bruce. And then around this time, um, kids are really into Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> that, that didn't last a long time. Thought he was pretty funny. Did though. he do something stupid and get canceled or something? Um, or did he just kind of just fall off? He and... was like one of the first people who everyone learned like stole jokes. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. But whatever. It's like everyone's stealing jokes. Okay. Not like what, all jokes are the same. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Isn't this crazy that this yeah. happens? Oh, huh. thanks for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Like fruit or douche like poop and be